You're listening to Stories Behind the Songs with Chris Blair. For more information, check out chrisblair.com. Hey everybody, Chris Blair here, and on this week's Stories Behind the Songs episode, we are joined by Brooke and Jack, a country-based female duo also known as Trailer Flowers. Their tight harmonies and empowering lyrics give them a unique edge in the country music world. You might have seen them on America's Got Talent singing Who You Are. It's a song they wrote to encourage listeners that they are enough. They also have a song called Daughters of the King. That's a new single that's out right now. So go listen to that anywhere that you listen to music. Uh, In this episode, it was so fun. Jack and Brooke talk about how they fit into the industry that is always changing and growing and how they balance success with authenticity and their next steps in Music City. Uh, These girls are some of the most talented and genuine artists in Nashville. Uh, Jack actually worked for us at the listening room for quite a while, and I just love him to death. You can keep up with Trailer Flowers on Instagram at Trailer Flowers and make sure to subscribe to Stories Behind the Songs to stay up to date with new episodes. Share this with your friends. You are the reason that we keep sitting down with exceptional songwriters and artists in the industry, and we appreciate your support. Let's get to this episode. This is Trailer Flowers. Hey, everybody, here is another episode of Stories Behind the Songs. I'm your host, Chris Blair, and we are here in Nashville, Tennessee at the Listening Room with Trailer Flowers. Hell yeah. Jack and Brooke in the house. How you guys doing? Good. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. so pumped um, Mm -hmm. because I've known both of you for so long now. Yeah. Um, But let's pretend I don't know anything. (laughs) Okay, cool. And go back to the beginning. (laughs) So um, just walk walk me through. Let's kind of like... Let everybody know how mm-hmm. both of you got into music in the first place. Yeah. Got to Nashville. And then let's jump into America's Got Talent. Yeah. And the amazing things that have been going on nice. recently yeah. with mm-hmm. all of that. So all the craziness. Yes. Cool. Brooke, you want to go first? Sure. Yeah. Um, You've got a crazy. She's got a crazy. Story. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to give the condensed my love affair with music. So um, I grew up singing in church. Uh, my mom worked at Stovall's Grove in Wildwood, Missouri, which was this hundred-year-old barn. Yeah, uh, where I used to play there. Mm-hmm. You know all about that. No way. Yeah. 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 We're all from like the same place. Yes. Yeah. yeah, which is mm-hmm. crazy. Which but, is weird. Yeah. Um, so that's where I got introduced to my country roots. Um, but I grew up on rock and roll, everything. And um, at eighteen, I ran away from home. I left Missouri. Um, I was not going to be the good college girl. <laughs> um, and I knew at 18 that um, I was either going to die a wedding singer, like a really good wedding singer, or become a superstar. Um, and so I was on the wherever God takes me path and found out very early in my journey how important relationships are. Um, and so made a lot of mistakes, uh, met a lot of crazy, awesome people, one of them, Jack, um, and my previous duo, Alan, who were like my anchors in music. And uh, I I got so lucky because I met these songwriters. So it was this beautiful pairing both times um, where I got to, I don't know, take my stories and learn how to be a writer, but also in the same sense, um, put my stake in the ground that no, my heart is entertainment. My heart is the stage. My heart is storytelling. My heart is art, all things artistry. Um, so yeah, it's been, I guess, nine years on this like dagger energy towards music. Um, but I've known in my belly since I was like four years old, five years old, this is what I'm going to do. So yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I came to Nashville, um, very serendipitously also serendipitously. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Helen Smallbone, uh, for King Country's parents, um, I actually lived and worked on their farm and I got to hear all the incredible pep talks and lessons around their dinner table about how to make it in music. Um, and making it in music to them really meant being undeniably good at what you are and what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I was surrounded but with a lot of support about, um, just how to live a good life, um, and to really not hone in on like, the starving artist thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, relationships, relationships. So I've just been trying to be the best at, at singing and, uh, being good to people and connecting with people and it's worked out so far for me. And of course the dream is even bigger. It's always bigger. Yeah. Um, but I'm really happy with where we're at right now in the process with music. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Music. Music. Love it. <laughs> and then we'll tell that story later, but then Brooke and I randomly become roommates and it's like crazy. Yeah. Um, us not knowing each other, but living and growing up like three miles from each other. Very yeah. weird. Um, but for me, you brought me to Nashville, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but also, um, yeah, I just, I remember I like went to college for like one semester and I just like knew that it wasn't right for me. Um, I was actually working in festivals for a really long time. I was like working for Lollapalooza and doing all this like really fun stuff that I could have totally done for the rest of my life. But I just like felt that wasn't my calling. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember like FaceTiming my dad one night and he's like an immigrant, never went to college. I was like the first like Mm -hmm. person to ever like go to college, you know? So he was like excited about that. And I remember FaceTiming him and being like, I, this is not for me. I think I need to move Mm -hmm. to Nashville. And his response was like, what the fuck? (laughs) And he was like, you're kidding, right? And I'm like, no. And he's just like, okay, like, when do you want me to come and, like, help you pack your shit? And I'm like, uh, cool. I'm glad we're on the same page. So he, like, can, like, you know, just, just, like, comforting me through that, which was awesome because it's, like, scary to do. Like, all of us is, like, have packed our stuff Mm -hmm. and moved to Nashville, like, with no place to live and we, like, don't know where to go. So that was definitely the vibe. I... I packed one suitcase and had a place to live for like a week or two and then was just kind of like winging it Yeah. Um, and got here. But I know that I, I think I finally discovered it when I was in Chicago, like in school, um, just realized that like, Oh, I like, I am good mm-hmm. at business, but I really want to like write songs. Mm-hmm. Like that's what has always been on my heart since yeah. I was a little kid. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I just came here and just started, started doing it. Got a job here. Mm-hmm. Worked here for many, many years. You had a job here before you moved to Nashville. <laughs> I didn't know that until I came here. And I then, didn't know it either. Yeah. Like my dad called and was like, hey, there's this girl and you have to hire her. And yeah, I listened so to my best. dad. So, yeah. I remember it was like very spiritual, even like pulling up here. And I was just like, whoa. It's mm-hmm. a, it was like deja vu. Like I'd already been here. So mm-hmm. it was crazy. I've like I met my husband here. I like met so many good friends mm-hmm. of mine here and like even Maris and Sarah, they live like right down the street from yeah. me now, like have mm-hmm. always been your day ones. Yeah. Literally yeah. forever. So yeah, there's no amount of thank yous that I can give to you and to this place for just mm-hmm. like being what it is. It's like so magical. 
the listening room, that mm-hmm. place that creates amazing music and re- amazing relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, for real. That's very <laughs> That's really true. Good. Yeah. Because you yeah. are also engaged yes. uh, to Dallas, who works yes, here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Which is crazy. So. I know. And that's a funny love story, too. That is Because so I would funny. pester him at this bar, you know, all the time. Because yeah. him, like Jack and him were friends in Mayor. So we were all, all friends together. Yeah. But I would pester that guy. Mm-hmm. And then he was our roommate for a little bit, but I got him. I figured out how to yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy getting there before we got there. So, so you guys all, you become friends. You're all in the same yeah. circle and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, both have this amazing love for music and yeah. creating. Uh, and then COVID happens. Yeah. And you're stuck in lockdown mm-hmm. and what to do. And yeah. so yeah. walk me through how Trailer Flowers was created. Yeah. I even like starting from mm-hmm. kind of like the top with that, which is weird, but. So after I moved here, mm-hmm. I randomly got coffee with this girl that we both know, like from our hometown. Um, and I was just trying to like figure out who else I knew here in town. Like, you know, you like look for everybody that mm-hmm. like who else lives in Nashville that I can like connect with. So mm-hmm. I like have some sort of like base. So I go to coffee with Kayla is her name. And um, towards the end of the conversation, she was like, we're looking for a fifth roommate in this house. Number five. <laughs> Number five. <laughs> um, and she's like, do you have any interest? I'm like, yeah, I don't have a place to live. I was like, I'd love to. And she's like, do you want to come see the house with me right now? It's like right down the street. So we get in the car. We drive down the street to this house, 2028 Overhill Drive. Mm. And um, we pull in and there's another car in the driveway. But I just like, don't think about it. So me and Kayla are like walking through the house, looking at the rooms and stuff like that. And then we walk up to the attic. And Brooke is in the attic. Like, I'm scoping it out. <laughs> Someone's gonna like, end up in the attic. <laughs> I was like, who the hell is this? So, of course, like, mm. she doesn't say hi to me. She just, like, grabs my <laughs> arm and looks into my soul. And she's like, you have Jesus eyes. Mm. And that was, like, the first thing that she said to me. Are and you I was, serious? Yeah. I was wow. like, she's freaking crazy. I'm oh, like, God. can't wait to have her as a roommate. <laughs> so then um, we, like, even planned, like, a mm. like kind of, like, a friend date. And um, we go. We were at, It was actually at the factory in Franklin. But mm. um, we go and we hang out for, like, hours. Like, yeah. hours. We skipped church. We yeah. were supposed to go to church. Yeah, we did. We skipped church. church. Yeah, and then we had church. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, it's like then we knew, like, everything about each other kind of. Mm-hmm. did the rundown and we just like immediately chose each other there mm-hmm. like that we were going to be just like friends mm-hmm. like yeah. the chosen family thing yeah. was very strong for mm-hmm. us um mm-hmm. but yeah it was it was a great start yeah. like that and being fans of each other mm-hmm. yeah so th- you know we were listening to each other's musics musics and it's <laughs> just this moment we're like yeah i got you yeah. i believe in you and it was that sincerity where we both cried listening to each other's songs. We're like, that's a real one, you yeah. know, to find people that can celebrate you instantly and doesn't have that, like, competitive spirit. Yeah. Um, and so then COVID happens, and, you know, we're now four years into being fans of each other. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm on this hiatus with music. Um, definitely had to work. I had a lot of life that I had to deal with. Um, and so on this hiatus and dealing with life, um, we, that house during that time, you know, COVID was a place I feel like for deconstruction and hurt for some people and then a place for things to, to birth and to grow and a mm-hmm. lot of joy. And we were in this joy season during COVID. We were the five roommates. Jack's sister was also living with us. She came from California and she was stuck with us. It was so, funny. <laughs> so you have six young, creative minded people. Um, I was cooking for the whole house, um, bonfires, gardens. And in that space, I was like, Jack, being a band with me. 
And she was like, absolutely not. Would I ever do that with you? <laughs> You're crazy. You yeah. Because like, I, I talk in stratosphere and I'm, I'm crazy, Chris. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was also only songwriter. Like that was my MO. Her bread and butter. Like, since like, I moved here. So I was like, there's no way that I'm going to want to do that. Like, yeah. There's absolutely not. And then I was like, you pick a word. I pick a word just for fun. Let's just see what we can come up with. And instantly she said trailer. And instantly I followed it with flowers and our like seven year old hustler lemonade stand girls and us were like, Oh, that, that's, that's cool. <laughs> that, that, that sounds good. And we just like instantly ran with it. I mean, we're, it's two hours post conversation. We're talking about merch. We're talking about tours. The name of <laughs> the name of the record. We come yeah. up with our slogan. We make good things out of shit. The mm-hmm. guitars out. And it, it was just like, honestly, our early catalog all came from. Mm. that first that first campfire yeah it was kind of like a god spark moment like i don't know how else to Mm -hmm. explain it but it's like those songs that come in like the download like that's how i feel like we got trailer Mm -hmm. flowers genuinely oh for sure and it was like a psychotic five hour (laughs) combustion (laughs) session with jesus where we were like in the kitchen around the island just Uh like freaking out and Uh we're like it's so us yeah and it's i will never do this this is not gonna happen (laughs) and then what's our merch and where are we going first (laughs) no it was a quick turnaround and <laughs> yeah. yeah it was a quick turnaround and then we started playing shows at the listing room uh-huh. and just for fun and yeah. people were eating, and people were eating that shit up <laughs> so we were like oh my god and then i really realized i'm like oh shit that i really have to do this now uh-huh. like it's all or nothing so. yeah 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 and there was already this like minor professional business entrepreneur spirit <laughs> Um, because I mean, again, this was my lost puppy era and I'm, I was making the best, the best <laughs> weed brownies in town. I was the neighborhood's meemaw and yeah, we, we were, were the selling happiest, most kind pans and pans of brownies that were paying for everyone's rent. Yes. So we are, we're already excelling in that relationship. And so, yeah, it's been, it's been fun watching each other. Like, you know, the Holy Spirit christens you, you change, you, you turn into a whole new person And I think what's so intimate about the brand is like, that's the trailer flower. Like you have, you have this baggage, you have this story, you have this mess and we're all about meeting people where they're at in the songs and the writing. And we have these characters and we meet those characters where they're at, but they change into something extraordinary. And so Jack and I have that camaraderie, you know, where we chose each other hot mess. Like we were like, oops, did I really choose this one? Cause she's, She's a mess. Like, oh, now I got to cover her ass. She should get beat up in this bar right now. Yeah. But I chose her. Mm-hmm. And so it's been really special turning into these, like, awesome women, you know, that are, got wiped up. Yeah. Soon to, be, yeah. soon to be wiped up. Yeah. And so there's just a lot of territory to write songs. There's yeah. a lot of space um, because we know each other so, so well. And our writing circle's pretty small because, um, you know, we're into into writing songs with people that, that know us, that we care to know them. And so I would, I would say we've, we've not been very good at playing the game, you know, the, the business game in a sense, like we're not very good at that part, but we're, I feel like we excel at, um, those intentional, those intentional relationships that are going to stay with us till the end. And part of what's happened with America's Got Talent is, um, the relationships that, that's come from that are um, like Shane Stevens. He's a writer in town and it just feels so good when you, when you meet like an old, an old guy, an old soul, an old writer that, that has uh, a lot of wisdom to what he does. And 
Um, I feel like that's our proof that, okay, we're going to do it our way. We're going to take it slow and we're going to find people that are going to really like speak into what we're doing. And even with writing with him, it's like a combustion. It's really easy. And we like, we like those easy rights. Um, but we definitely have had to fight for some songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the show has, has What really, do you mean by that? Fight for some songs? Yeah, like, you know, those long, those songs you pick up, you put down, you pick back up, you yeah. throw across the room. Fighting to back. finish them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're, we're not afraid to, to get into those rights. But yeah. um, a lot of the Trailer Flowers catalog is that easy, that easy thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you would say about our writing process. Yeah. With that. I think what you were saying about how, like, we don't really play the game well, I feel like you'll understand this. I don't know if everybody else will understand it, but, like, I would say, like, in L.A. and Nashville, there is, like, a – there's a game that you play. Like, it's people are trying to write with each other. They're trying to get in these, like, rooms with these certain people, you know, and – me and Brooke have never done it that way, um, mm. which is funny because mm-hmm. we're just like dingus one and dingus two. Yeah. Like yeah. we don't, <laughs> we're not like going to whiskey jam every night and like mm. trying to like, cr- like create a relationship that's not authentic, you know? Right. Um, mm. So a lot of our MO has been like whenever we're getting set up with rights or even when I was getting set up with rights, like way back in the day, mm-hmm. I'd be like, I need to get coffee with you like before yeah. we write. And I remember May Estes was one of my people mm. that I, um, I know I she's amazing. Yeah. Star uh, power. Star power, May. Um, but I remember texting her and being like, hey, like, let's get coffee, like, before we write. And she was just like, no one has ever mm. asked me <laughs> to do that. Mm. And I'm like, that's crazy to me because mm. I don't know if it's just the, everybody's different, like a different yeah. writer, you know? <clears throat> and I don't know if it's just because, like, my style of writing is very, like, it's interesting. Like, I can either write a song about, like, a sugar daddy or I can – or it's, mm-hmm. like, a super emotional, like, mm-hmm. very documented thing. Yeah. Um, kind of like Jordan King, the song we yeah. have out now. But, um, yeah, so that's kind of, like, how we we attack that. It's, like, it's mm-hmm. me and Brooke in the writing room and then it's, you know, the people that have, like, organically gotten to us. Like, mm-hmm. Shane, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, he's put a show here the other night. But, yeah, um, yeah we love him so much. And that was just, like, a, a relationship first. Like, we hung out with him first and then yeah. he was, like, let's write. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, like, I think there's so many people in town that look at that quote unquote play in the game. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, you've got these camps of these amazing writers. Mm. I have to write with them. Right. Yeah. But here, like, I tell people this all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, can you do that and have success with it? Of course you can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, but make your own camp. Yeah. That's, that's what like, and don't try to, don't try to be like, or or mm-hmm. do what everybody else is already doing because by the yeah. time you do that and you catch up, it's on to the next thing anyway. Yeah. yeah. So I would say like what you guys are that's doing good. is is the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. And if you're creating what you're creating mm-hmm. and you have your camp and you write so well together with mm-hmm. the two of you and mm-hmm. then you know the other couple people yeah. that you write with, let mm-hmm. that be your thing. Mm-hmm. And you know if it's there, it's gonna take off, and then mm-hmm. everybody's gonna be like, mm-hmm. man, I just moved to town. I gotta take mm-hmm. broken jack out <laughs> so for coffee and right. you know, they're, they're gonna be trying to get so in your funny. camp you know so yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah yeah i mean there's not a there's not a right or wrong way to do not it exactly. like, it's just yeah. people that like they look at like oh well this is the only way that you mm. can make it is if you ride the coattails of someone else yeah. who's already doing it it's not right. that's yeah. not the case they got mm-hmm. their 
by doing stuff too. Yeah. 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 It's a great way to put it. And my, so Dallas, you know, he, he writes often all the time. He does that muscle. And I think, yeah, it depends on your heart towards it, you know, like people who can uh, enter a room and be honest with what they're bringing and what they hope to receive too, you know, like uh, you can come into a writing room. There's spaces where I, I value knowing what I am, that my energy's towards artistry and not being a hit songwriter. And Dallas has always said, Brooke, you're never going to outwrite this town. Don't pretend to do that, Mm -hmm. you know? And so our our duo is also, like, we respect and honor songwriters, right? So I... When we're in settings where, you know, I am having the opportunity to write with someone extravagant, that's an opportunity for me to learn, you know, and and I think that there's a lot of just we didn't really have to go through some of the growing pains of of doing the short circuit just because we innately knew that wasn't for us. But, yeah, I think I think it's important to the cliche of knowing what you are and what you bring, because my first couple of years I dealt with a heavy dose of insecurity that I'm a, you know, the, what's the saying when you're a small fish in a big town, that thing happened to me Mm -hmm. um, where I looked around me and I was like, everyone's beautifully stunning. Oh shit. They're playing guitar. Oh fuck. And they're comedic. (laughs) Oh my God. And they're writing their songs. And I, I I had to deal with that and I had to strip it all back. And I'm like, well, what do I want to be? What do I want to do? And I think it's, it's hard for the hybrid songwriter artist in town now like it's really hard for us to grab our ego and be like it's okay if i'm gonna invest here and if this is my strategy to to be this thing you know Mm -hmm. and so i've given myself permission to be an artist that wants to cut the best dang songs this town has um and i think that the turn of like taylor swift when that wave happened you know it's beautiful and i think everyone's leveled up and you, everyone can write a song now, and it's phenomenal. Um, but I'm really interested interested to see if this town is going to start to swivel like how it, how it was in the 90s where you have these landmark artists that are willing to cut the best dang songs the town has. Um, and so I we're – Yeah, and we're really um, passionate about protecting each other's heart wish. So within that, Jax is to write really good songs, and mine is to sing till I'm 87 on stage. So I think Trailer Flowers is we're going to be taken care of when we're pursuing that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That balance of of working towards what each other's like heart, heart, true heart wishes, not the whole thing. You yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. You said um, don't outright this town. I think that's so good um, for new writers that are coming mm-hmm. here um, or people who have been here. Like yeah. don't outright this town. Yeah. But mm-hmm. outright yourself. Yeah, yeah. That's so you know, good. Like, you can outright the town. Yeah. Like, there's, there's you no can. way you can. No, no. no, no. There are so many incredible mm-hmm. songwriters here, and yeah. it's yeah. like, even bringing it back around to that, which I, I love this topic because I, mm-hmm. I'm a passionate about songwriters. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so many like artists even nowadays that are cutting all of their own songs when they could be cutting some mm-hmm. incredible outside songs because. Yeah. Right. Like, not everybody in Nashville can sing. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody yeah. in Nashville, like, mm-hmm. all the writers can write, mm-hmm. but not everybody can sing. So yeah. it's, like, it's finding that, like, that sweet spot of, like, of authenticity within your artistry, which Brooke mm-hmm. is, like, 
the definition of mm-hmm. that for me. It's like she can, there's so many songs I've written by myself that she takes and she sings. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, they're like, mm-hmm. they're so much better now, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. And they're mm-hmm. beautiful and incredible mm-hmm. that way. And, but, but yeah. also having that mindset of like, hey, I write great songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brooke can sing them. Yeah. Great, yeah. But if, Ashley Gorley or Shane McAnally yeah. or Josh Osborne or Chris mm-hmm. Stefano or whoever yeah. throws a song at you and says, hey, like mm-hmm. you, that's the mindset that you have, right? Oh, we are I'm cutters. Hearing? Like, we yeah. are yeah. cut, cut, yeah. cut, cutters. You don't have to write yeah. the song yeah. that you're going yeah. to do. Yeah. I mm-hmm. get one amazing song a year. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I am a, I write by myself a lot of the time mm-hmm. kind of thing. They come in 15 minutes from mm-hmm. Jesus and it is like, <laughs> Jesus is giving me these yeah. songs. So I'm like. That is my mm-hmm. situation. So it would take fucking 10 years for us to get out of that. Yeah. So, and I think we know that. So yeah. it's been the pl- pleasure of our life to hang out with Shane mm-hmm. and yeah. to get um, like amazing songs with him. He's mm-hmm. been just, he wrote um, Fancy by Walker Hayes. He wrote American Honey yeah. uh, by Lady A. There's so many more mm-hmm. just number one smashes. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. he is just like when you get around him, like he is a songwriter. Yeah. Like it's just coming at him yeah. at all times. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just magical. And, to and how see. you said too, you can outwrite yourself. Like just with like be an artist that also does enjoy writing, you know? Mm-hmm. Tell your story and all the facets that telling your story is, and that's writing a song and making a Skittles jingle. Like be be all of it, you know? Yeah. Um don't you don't have to put permission on like, oh, this is my brand, so now this is me. And I think that there's I do have a little fear that people are gonna deal with some uh past regret or anxieties you know the the anxiety that comes with okay i've established this brand i've entered the limelight as this thing now i gotta be it that is a confining space to be in and so yeah i'm i'm really really eager to go thrifting through the greats catalogs one day soon you know and and find the side of the industry that is business that gets it yeah um because we've also dealt with a lot of Everyone in Nashville's kind, but dealt with a lot of, okay, I'm in these lengthy conversations. You're the the business brain side of this. I can't keep up with the algorithm of cute, adorable dogs and homemade recipes, right? And so it's hard to be the whole shebang and to be a label and the whole deal. And so I think, yeah, finding your camp. And I'm just, I'm really eager for our camp, the business side of our camp to reveal itself um, because we haven't, we've been independent. You know, it's been for me, nine years of waiting on everybody in this town, you know, singing karaoke at Cross-Eyed Critters. Like there isn't a soul I haven't had a good handshake with, you know, so it's, it's going to be really interesting to see who the right fit is for trailer flowers. I think, you know, the, the big thing is just you, I, think it's the hat i'm wearing keep showing up yeah like, you just have to keep That's showing good. up every day yeah and doing mm-hmm. uh you know i mean they they call this a 10-year town for a reason yeah. yeah and it's about all those relationships i'm writing today with justin wilson and aj cross uh-huh. and honestly like i don't want to I don't, <laughs> yeah like it's one of those days where it's like i don't feel like writing i yeah. love those guys uh-huh. but you know i'm going to yeah because you got to keep showing up and you got to go into the room yeah. and you got to push through and it's it, you know today may have been maybe one of those days where mm-hmm. it's like I'm, I've just got a lot of stuff going on yeah. and I leave tomorrow to go to Canada and I've got oh. so much to do before then. And I just like, I don't want to go, Yeah, but I'm going to 
I'm going to pour all this out to them. We might Uh write the next number one. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's what you guys are. That's what Mm. I'm hearing that you're doing. Mm. You're you're showing up every day. You're going and doing Mm. your thing. And that business side of things will catch up with you. Yeah. Yeah. So you just remain true to Mm -hmm. who you are and creating Mm -hmm. amazing songs. And yeah, you know, at some point this town will go, wait a second. Yeah. Who is this? Mm. Yeah. That's Mm. even kind of been our experience recently. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't remember who told us it, but it's like we've just like pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed through. Like we've continued just to be ourselves and do our Mm -hmm. thing and do these crazy things like by the grace of God, get the America's Got Talent opportunity. And then like within that, we got to put out our first song who Mm -hmm. we like, we randomly found our producer, Brandon Hood, through this like other person. And Mm -hmm. then we got a free music video for Daughter of a King that we haven't put out yet, but we will soon. Total God Um, project. Yeah, just so many things that are just like happening for us that like we haven't, like all we've needed is God's help with all Mm -hmm. of that. Yeah. Um. So it's interesting, like somebody told us the other day, like if you just keep doing your thing and like Mm -hmm. just keep pushing through and doing all these crazy, crazy Mm -hmm. things happening, then people are going to hop on the train. Like just because, and then you see a lot of people in Nashville too, like they get a record deal, then they like calm down, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm like, that is totally not, (laughs) that is not the vibe. Uh So Sometimes the record deal is what ends a career. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 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 That's definitely not going to be our, Mm -hmm. um, our situation because we're psychotic, but, um, (laughs) I've definitely seen it happen before and it's like depressing. I'm like, gosh. People get a record deal and they're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I'm going to get a tour bus. I'm going to have like. Uh-huh. All this management, like yeah. you can get you know, credit like, card debt. It's baby. like what? No, you're gonna get a 12 passenger van, yeah, and your guitar player is gonna drive it, yeah, and be your Literally. tour manager, Literally. and yeah, it's yeah. like it's or like even like a Honda Civic. It's all this. You never yes. know. It's all this. Yeah, but it's but it's the people <laughs> that keep driving through that yeah. that end up making yeah. it to the top. So, mm-hmm. and and what's the why behind it? You know, yeah, are, are exactly. we trying to make money? Are we trying to leave a legacy of songs? Are we trying to make money now and change people's lives? Like, what's your why? Right. And I have a very, like, Miss America why for music, um, just because of how I was raised, you know? I want to change the world. So that's my why, you know, and I want to do it now. And so I think it's, it's important to know your why or yeah. else you'll get hurt. Or lost bad. within that. Because you have so to quickly. sacrifice so much. So yeah. if you don't yeah. know your why... That's going to hurt really bad. So, yeah, 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 I'm excited. This episode is brought to you by Sennheiser Microphones. When we first started this podcast, we were using some older microphones and Sennheiser came in and sponsored us and gave us some MK4s and 914s. And I mean, I'm telling you, it's made all of the difference in the world. We love these microphones. We use them at the listening room as well. And... I just can't say enough great things about them. Go check out Sennheiser.com. If you are into music in any way, their microphones are hands down the best on the planet. Go check them out, Sennheiser.com. And thank you, Sennheiser, for the support and the sponsorship. We love y'all. Well, I love this. We're like, we're kind of opening the door and letting everybody hear a little bit yeah. about uh, who you are. Um, let's Let's shift. And, uh, like I want to get to the experience with America's Got Talent, Um, but also, you know, the stories behind the songs. So, you know, like, um, you've got a new song out, um, Mm -hmm. whatever, I'll leave it up to you, whatever song that you feel like has got 
just this great story of how, mm -hmm. you know, you came up with the idea or whatever. Mm -hmm. So let's, let's kind of, uh, let's move into that yeah. and share your music with everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just heard him say who you are. So I feel like we have to talk I know. about it. <laughs> that's oh, so right. funny, but that's, it happens so much, but the, we'll start there and then we can go to Daughter of a King if you're okay with that. Okay. Um, so the last song that we got to sing on AGT, um, uh, is called Who You Are. And we wrote it with, um, our friends, uh, Shane, Shane Stevens and Karen Rochelle. And they were, they've both been in town forever, yeah. like mm -hmm. have written some of the most iconic songs yeah. ever. And, um, we just kind of like were on a writing retreat with them and ended up writing like an insane batch of songs mm -hmm. and like five days, like our favorite songs we've yeah. probably ever written. Um, but yeah, who you are was this like, kind of like a, uh, what's the word am I looking for? Like inspirational, mm -hmm. like moment that, um, we like got to have on AGT and it was very different than our first audition, which was Daughter of a King, which we'll get into, but, um, yeah, we got to we got to go and sing that on mm -hmm. national television. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of a bummer because we got um like with reality TV there's like casting and producers and all these other things. Mm -hmm. So we kind of got to do what we wanted to do the first time around but not the second time around. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that the, that song got its like shining it's, moment. Yeah, it's shining moment. Yeah. It was very like deeply produced out with like a track and mm. um me and Brooke are very like raw we're like mm -hmm. we're up on the listening room stage playing with just a guitar like yeah. mm -hmm. telling our stories you know um so we we definitely had to like make it more produced for the show um so we're definitely excited to put that mm -hmm. song out whenever mm -hmm. it it happens but mm -hmm. that was a song we had to literally dig for yeah it was a digger mm -hmm. and it the lyric in that song um was really close to home my friend committed suicide um right near it and so that's the time I think for all songwriters where, you know, when someone comes up to you and they're like, you've no idea what that song means to me. You wrote that song about me and my story. Mm -hmm. Um, so that song was kind of birthed in this. It, it, it had the face of like joy and truth. Like you are, you are incredible. You are, um, what's the lyric I'm looking for? Um, in the song. Uh, this is so, You're I don't enough. know why. As a You're enough. I've never known my lyrics. Uh, with the lyric. <laughs> You're enough. Um, and then with my, friend passing you know wow then you saw the power of that lyric like oh that's not just a joy sweet mm. moment wow that that says a whole lot right there mm -hmm. um so we always um make it about the one in the room that was a hard lesson i had to learn early in touring and, and music and fighting for the dream was are you singing for one at least one person in the room and are you is is it does it satisfy you to meet the need of that one person in the room. Um, so that song, that song did that. So we had this really hard go at that back half of the show time. I was sick with COVID. I'm still recovering. Um, my uncle passed. <laughs> um, it was a really hard time out there in California. It was lonely. California yeah. was tough on us. And then we, our boots make it to the homeland of Tennessee and we get attacked like a DM speaking straight to the lyric of that song like you've just saved me i have not been okay so it's just the power mm. of doing what you're called to do it might not it might look really messy on paper the day that you're there and i'm i know speaking for the writers um that we're so grateful that we didn't throw the idea out the window because it, it was like a two-day situation where it felt like we had two choruses no bridge and no verse but somehow it worked and it, we just had that moment. It's a very hokey song. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, that was a it was a tough song to write because it, it was big and mm-hmm. we were stretched out of our comfort zone because in some some aspects we were trying to kind of write to the opportunity of the show, which was that inspirational funnel. Um, so I think we're very much eager <laughs> to release the song because um, we didn't feel the most supported sonically out out in California. So mm-hmm. I think we're really hungry, us and the writers, to mm-hmm. give the best presentation of that song. So yeah. Yeah, that's one up. of the that's one of the songs in the catalog, mm-hmm. who you are. And I like how you said, too, with the singing for the one in the room thing, mm-hmm. like with Daughter of a King, it was such a wide reach. Like all of our, we call our fans our flowers. Like there's so many flowers mm-hmm. that like came out of the crevices that were like, yeah. this is my story. Uh-huh. And it was a insane, just like whoosh all at one time. And with who you are, like we felt this, like there wasn't any movement with it. And I, we kept saying mm-hmm. to God, like, God, if this is like, if we're here mm-hmm. and we're just doing this for one person, like everything so that has happened <laughs> Like, while we've been here, has been worth it. And then, you know, we didn't see the fruits of that until we got back to Nashville. And then mm-hmm. we read this DM that's like, you saved mm-hmm. my life mm-hmm. with this song. And we were mm-hmm. like, okay, crazy. <laughs> yeah. So just like Brooke said, yeah, mm-hmm. we're really excited to, like, get that out and let it let that song have its moment. Yeah. Um, With Daughter of a King, mm-hmm. you know, whenever we did get, like, the first call from AGT, we actually got a call from The Voice, like, months before AGT. And we had, like, our tickets booked and everything with them. And then they were like you know what? We're actually not going to use you <laughs> for this season. And we're like, cool, cool, cool. Six so more months. <laughs> oh. after all of that, like auditioning process, you know, there's so much. Cause we, yeah. we didn't get like, a, we didn't get like casted for it. We like started from the bottom and then went all the way to the top. Virtual open call. Yeah. Hey there y'all. <laughs> yeah. I'm Brooke. <laughs> uh, yeah. We do the whole spiel. So then we get a call from America's Got Talent and you know, that one goes all the way through and we get this moment with Daughter of King, you know, like the original song. Yeah. And this time, the first time we're out in LA I'm sick as a dog and I have like a kidney infection all this stuff there's always something crazy that happens to us like almost didn't get on the plane where like we're doing it um and we get on you know we get on stage and we sing this song that I wrote in my bedroom Mm -hmm. and that Brooke sings a lot of and it's just like it was a moment for us like that was Brooke's childhood dream like Mm -hmm. to like have her vocal moment on this Mm -hmm. like massive stage and then it's my childhood dream to have mm-hmm. like a song that I've written be sung mm-hmm. or like even it's more special for even us to be singing mm-hmm. it um, on this big, massive stage. And yeah. then like the response that we got was from that song. Yeah, it was. I don't even know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like we were on a rocket ship yeah. and we were just like going, 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 mm-hmm. going, going. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of a lot of great that came from that and mm. we got to sing about the Lord of national television, which yeah. was really great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel like a lot of people don't get to do that. Mm-mm. Um, so yeah, we feel very blessed with that mm-hmm. opportunity and that, that song has had such an impact. It's got like over a million streams with like no backing from any label or help or anything. Mm-hmm. Like it has not been pushed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's been crazy. And she wrote that in her bedroom. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to play part of it? Yeah, we totally can. Yeah. Sure. Let's do it. We love this song so much. We've been playing it for here. We've been playing it here for years. I'll do the... Let's just do the first verse and then you. I'm going to sound like... Is that too low for you? When I was young. Is that too low or is that okay? Okay. She always gets mad. I hear specifically. I will jank the key Everyone's always janking. <laughs> because she's so good. She has like that I'm higher not pocket, Katie you know? Bird, y'all. But she's like horrified, which um, makes me laugh. But she can really hit it. When I was young, I had to be old, had to be a mom before kids that weren't even my own. When I was 
take care of the house Had to come in at night Make sure all the lights were out When I was young I had to be old When I was young I had to be old When I found God He told me Baby, I don't waste no time It all works out Just wait and see I know it's scary the unknown but I will take the wheel when you spin out of control and when you think you're not enough just look at me to remind you you are the daughter of king sorry you're all the way down I know always <laughs> so good let's go <laughs> so I love funny. that song yeah, I'm always, she's always making me go so low. I'm like a man. Well, my favorite memory with this song is, you know, we lived together for years and years and years. This was while we were living in a house that I did not want us to live in. I had a nightmare about it before we moved in. <laughs> yeah. I had bad vibes about this house. Always. And um, she comes, you know, my favorite moment is when she'll come running into my room. She's like, I got something, but I don't know if I got something. Do you mind? Um, and so those are, for me, that feels like the most God space for me. Like, thank you for that opportunity, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, in those moments, I become like a pageant mom. I'm like, oh, baby, you did it. We're buying land. She's so funny. You, you know, your, your catalog, <laughs> this is great. This is it. Yeah. So. Brooke's like the reason why I found out that I was like actually good at what I do. <laughs> like, it was very funny. It's like, so there was one song that I wrote that. It was oh. like my first, oh, it was my first like one. good one, you know, <laughs> and I like, I am outside like near the fire, like, like singing about it. And I remember Brooke's like reaction to it for the first time. And she was like, oh my God, she's like, what is this? She's uh. like, this is the best I've ever heard. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, you know, I don't know how to respond to any of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been her for sure. And mm -hmm. then it's been coming to the listening room and playing them and people being like, this song has changed my life kind of thing. And I'm just yeah. like, what? Yeah. So that's like a songwriter's dream. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's been Nashville for me. So. And you creating the place where people can be still enough. Yeah. To hear, to hear the songs mm -hmm. for the first time and to have those first moments with songs. Like the listening yeah. room does that for people. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Thank you. It's mm -hmm. such a blessing. It's yeah. so fun for us. We have the best, the best time playing here. Yeah. Always. There's always like a group of, we'll sing Sugar Daddy, our song, and like all these like older women will just like be standing up like, like on the outside. Me. It's like, oh my God. Pointing yeah. at their husbands, they're like, "He's yeah. my sugar daddy." <laughs> it's hilarious. So we have a good time. Always. Yeah. Well, um, before we wrap up, uh, what like what's what is next? Like, what are yeah. you guys what are you guys working on right now? I know the like music coming out, yeah. obviously, but um, mm -hmm. you know, are you gonna hit the road? What like what yeah. what's going on? Yeah, I think our efforts are being patient, finding that catalyst that business-minded person uh jack always jokes we want to be the shack of country music so mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like a bad deal so we're just waiting for our people that are going to really work us and yeah. we're going to concentrate on getting the songs out that we that we can get out with the relationships that are all in and supporting us whether it be producers or um the incredible writers that are coming behind us like right. we're cashing our tokens in we're gonna do this with you yeah. so we're gonna focus on the music and hopefully flirt a little more in town and see if we can get some help uh to get these songs out there out there yeah. so yeah we're just gonna keep being ourselves on tiktok and we were doing like a podcast run right now which has been super fun yeah, like, yeah. seeing all of, like a bunch uh -huh. of our old friends and meeting yeah. new people and that's been great for us even though we're chatters, yeah, so yeah, yeah, usually we need to be like uh -huh. filtered to the uh -huh. extreme. But <laughs> AGT did a good married. job. 
Yeah. We're getting married. married. Yeah. We're really busy doing that. Yeah. Getting yeah. married, doing our thing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I always end on the same question. Yeah. So uh, we'll do it. You, you pick who goes first. Cool. Um, you go first. But if you both go back to that Missouri town uh-huh. uh, and talk wow. to eight-year-old self, yeah. knowing what you know now, yeah. what advice do both of you give each other? Yeah. Interesting. Who do we give advice? each other? Oh, each other. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. I love that. Well, that's that's chilling in a way because we were in that situation which is so cool you yeah. know because we didn't know each other until we moved here right and we went to rival high schools the whole thing so mm-hmm. i would tell eight-year-old jack you're allowed to not be liked by everybody mm-hmm. and that you are so loved and you love so well and you're gonna do it that's baby. so sweet me and Brooke know each other very like intensely. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I look, about like therapy. Yeah. Even when you were singing, I'm watching both of oh. you look at each other and I'm like, oh. you are so connected. It yeah, we're wifeys like, yeah. for lifeys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we ain't lesbians. We're not. We it's are, either we're not. lesbians or sisters. I'm like, yeah. neither. But it's cool. Um, God, I don't know what I'd tell you. I would, uh, I would definitely, if, yeah, if I was like distracted. physically there, for okay. sure you'd be distracted. <laughs> But I think that I would be like, you're you're not alone. Mm. Um, even though I'm not here as a friend right now, but I will mm-hmm. be. And we are going to be conquering the world together. Mm. And yeah, that everything's going to be okay thing, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's and so you're going to be able to sing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Craziness. I love Craziness. it. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Chris? Yeah. Oh, this was about <laughs> you. This is that. not about me. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Chris, you came to he yeah. came to town as like an artist. I know. Yeah, I know. artist, songwriter, and then he, this happened. Isn't yeah. God funny? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I literally I, I put three songs out the radio. Uh-huh. Started playing Tootsie's five nights mm-hmm. a week. Crazy. Um, and then writing, and yeah. I fell in love with writing, uh-huh. and started playing writers' rooms, and was like, hey, this this town needs something yeah. bigger and better. Mm-hmm. Um, iconic places that I truly love yeah. in town. Um, but I just felt like it could be done mm-hmm. better. Yeah. And, and now you're the godfather. 18 years later. Crazy. <laughs> you're the godfather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 18 years. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is, He's the godfather. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that is, I, I don't know if I'm okay you're, with that. No, no, you're the godfather of all these songs. All these songs. <laughs> That's so oh funny. <laughs> That's so funny. That's great, though. Yeah, this is such a, yeah, this is such a Jesus blessing. Yeah. Like, the way that this all came about. It too. truly has been, uh, it's been awesome, like, um. You know, like Emily uh, Shackleton was here earlier, you know, and playing every little thing for Carly, mm-hmm. you know, that she wrote with, with Carly. Yeah. And those kind of moments, mm-hmm. like hearing those songs before Carly Pierce was Carly Pierce. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like she was like, she was just my friend. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And um, being able to watch stories like that, and I've got a hundred of them. Yeah, it's crazy. That, you know, like. That they Powerful. they grow up and watch them, um, you know. I mean, I, I sat down with Carly the day that every little thing went to radio for the mm. first for the first time. You know, it was like, and having people like that still come back and they're still friends and they'll, you know, they're they're true to themselves and like that's what I am excited for you guys. Aww. Like, yeah, my dad mm. called me and said, "I know this this girl. Mm. I know her parents and like whatever. Like, I don't even remember all of the lines yeah. that connected of like." You know, there was some kind of God thing that connected them with whatever. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll hire her. Like, yeah. I trust you, you know? That and, was me. <laughs> and um, 
Yeah. And then like, you know, the, the way that the mm-hmm. both of you met and yeah. being able to come back, you know, a, a year or two later and sit with you while, mm-hmm. you know, you guys are on award shows. Oh, yeah. Look that's forward cool. to that. You're know, so like, yeah. Um, that's what I love. You yeah. Know, I, uh, I just got lucky. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. just I just oh. started a place that, you know, God, mm-hmm. God built this, not me. Yeah. yeah. So, Amen. you know, it's really um. Good been fun i just show up and yeah keep showing up right? yeah, yeah. Okay, i love it that's all we can do is keep showing up uh-huh. yeah. i love it's it awesome. well it's been awesome hanging out with you yeah thank you, you too yeah, yeah. I love we'll do it. it again soon cool. yeah we should Appreciate all right you for sure well thank you everybody out there listening this has been another episode of stories behind the songs and you've been listening to trailer flowers make sure you follow us uh hit that subscribe button like all that and check out the liner notes and we'll uh we'll put ways to connect with trailer flowers and follow their music and their career and all of that. And we will see you next time. This has been an episode of stories behind the songs with Chris Blair. For more information after the show, head over to chrisblair.com. That's where you can find information on these episodes, trailer notes, video links, all kinds of great stuff. Also, make sure to leave us a great rating on iTunes. Like and follow us on Spotify, YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. I really hope that you think this show is awesome and we really appreciate the love and support. I promise to keep gathering great content and continuing to sit down with more amazing songwriters and artists as we grow. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for the support. We'll see you next time.